Welcome on in to episode 18 of 60 Yard Line. How's it going, Clifford? It's going well, man. Well, I, I guess I've been better, man. It's been rough after this Sunday. I had a rough weekend. Uh, how are you surviving the new planet we live on, Hoth? <laughs> Wait, what was that? How are you surviving the Hoth experience right now? Uh, Went to Wonderland. Oh, it sucks. It We just got pounded with snow today. It's uh, it's it sucks it's about to be as cold as the surface of the moon tomorrow it's all good so we're excited we love it another thing i love is the nfl unfortunately i had to watch it this weekend and it made me cry um but yeah let's get on into it <laughs> so, start off with the first game of the day was rams versus saints rams win 26 to 23 over the saints holy cannoli this was a game i mean it didn't look like much of a game to start with because yeah right away when Gurley Cur- uh Drop that interception, and then, you know, first end of the first quarter, 0-13 is, uh, yeah, rough start for the Rams. But And it's like they should have been Dan Arnold dropped that pass in the end zone. If he would have caught that, then it's 17-0, to zero, and it's like it really should have been 21-0. to zero. I don't know what the hell was up with the Saints early in this game, but they've had these slow starts. And I don't know what it's been. Like, they okay, – like, during the – the like regular season they were so more so much more explosive than they have been uh during the playoffs um i mean uh, it, it, they i don't know it's it's like they barely won last week and then this week it's uh more of the same shit yeah. yeah i don't know man i talked about this last week where it seemed like you know Drew Brees is kind of falling off and it happens a lot faster than we realize sometimes and, like, that throw it again, as if you like, at the, at the end of the game, I feel like that could have been picked if the safety was turned around. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, like, you know, it's like, okay, they got lucky on that one. But um, he's still got, like, you know, he's smart and makes, like, but he just doesn't have the arm. He's been short-arming shit a lot more lately, and I feel like maybe he knows it, doesn't trust his arm as much. So I, I don't know what's going on with that. You know, we'll obviously have to wait till next season. I'm pretty sure they'll bring him back. But, um, you know, I think one of the big problems, like, early in this game, I was kind of nervous, too, because, like, I felt like the Saints were up 30 to nothing, but they're only up 6 to nothing. You know what I mean? You're right. It was, like, it was like they were dominating, but the they weren't ever, like, up that much. It yeah. kind of... They only had six points up. And it was, like... They kind of let the Rams come back. I don't know. Like, uh, they definitely could have done a lot more to put that game away. Yeah, I mean, because the Rams got off their best offensive weapon of all time because you can only hope to contain C.J. Anderson. You can never stop him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how many fucking yards did he have in this game. 44. 44 yards. 16 carries for 44 yards. Really, like two, 2.8 yards per carry. Not great. Not great. <laughs> but... but- I don't know. It's just it's like, better than uh, Todd Gurley's did, though. It was so bizarre because like you're like, what's wrong with Todd Gurley? And I feel like, is that like a weird coach move where he was barely in the game? And I get he had those two terrible drops. One would have been a touchdown, and one was an interception. And well, I guess we don't know for sure if that one would have been a touchdown. I mean, he had a lot of room, and he was pretty close. But whatever. Um, you know, I don't, I just feel like that's kind of a panic move to take him out, don't you think? Like I was kind of like, why? Yeah, I mean, he's kind of one of the greater ones in the league. <laughs> especially, yeah, especially when they're down, what the fuck was it, when they were down 13-0, to zero, and they are like, like, trying to Like, he back. wasn't even on the injury report or anything. Like, he was good, it seems like. I uh, I don't know. Maybe uh, they're just going to stick with the fat guy for the year out now or what. I, I just think that they, he, like, that Sean McVay panicked when, like, he had those two drops and was like, and also I think he got blown up on a pass protection if I want to go back and watch the game. I'm pretty sure he got smoked on one. Oh, really? So he had like three, and he was like barely in the game. It's sort of like, he must be injured because it's not like him. But also it's like, if he's not, is that Sean McVay just being a young coach and like panicking and like, yeah, I mean like that guy was like the heart and soul of that offense. Yeah. The entire <laughs> fucking year. And then it's like, okay, you guys are like down 13 to zero. You just have CJ Anderson out there. I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah. I, well, like with so much on the line, that was just, that was very shocking. Uh, I don't think anybody really expected that, but it was weird. But um, yeah, I really felt like the turning point in this game was that ballsy as fuck, f- uh, fake punt. Yeah, <laughs> my God, like there, there. Uh, I feel like he's got so many passing attempts this year now, Johnny. Hecker. Johnny Hecker, yeah. Well, it, he's good at it. Like, and it's rare because most like of those things are like 
where the guy's just like wide open, they just lob it to him. But like that was like an actual wide receiver route and like with actual timing. Like, yeah, exactly. Weird. Yeah, you know, Sam Shields, former Packer, catches that pass, makes a guy miss, which was crazy too. Because I was like, oh my god, he's gonna get tackled short, and then like he made the guy miss, and I was like, that they got so lucky. Yeah, <laughs> I, was like, I was like that, and especially they were like deep. Like they were like he was like standing. That on his was own. like balls on the line there. Like wasn't like Hecker was standing on the twenty yard line. Yeah, like, they weren't. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like ideal place. I don't know. It was nuts. And like I get why they did it. You know, he would have got ragged on real bad if they go with the converted that. Like that would have been horrible. But mm-hmm. It worked out. You know, maybe that's just another. Is that it's always like such a fine line between genius coaching and just like panicking. You know what I mean? Because, like, they were only down, like, two possessions. Like, it's not, like, the end of the game. I think they just were, they were looking for a momentum thing. Like, it's worked for them all year, and it's, like, you know, it it's kind of like what we said. Like, it was kind of a big turning point. Um, I think they drove down and got a touchdown. No, that they got a field goal. A field goal. Though. I mean, but they, they put points on the board. and Yeah, and then, like, that must have woken up Ndamukong Sue because he – Two games down his career, he's actually tried to play. It's quite incredible. Yeah, it's like oh, he's like, <laughs> I, yeah, I guess it's time to go. Yeah, I should actually like try for once in my fucking life. That guy, my god, you know, I, I... when they were like way down this game too, I was thinking like, my lord, they are so in on this season, like they dumped all the resources into this, and they're gonna get fucking blown out. Yeah. In the fuck and you know, that's how it looked in the first quarter. I'm like, man, this team is gonna be gutted next year. They're not gonna nearly have the same shit. Like they're gonna have to replenish a lot of these guys. Cause like I think like uh oh man, who's on the expiring like I know Sue's gone. I think Saffold's gone. Um oh, one of the guys in their secondary is his contract's up as well. Like it's it's like pretty quick turnaround. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, we've been saying all year, you know, they went all in. Uh, this is like, like if they lost, that's it. You know, I mean, no, no matter what, it's like okay, they got a Super Bowl berth, and um, yeah, I guess it's worth it. Once you get into the big dance, it's kind of like you can justify it. Yeah, NFC champions. Yeah, <laughs> it's what the reasons why are incredible. So yeah, <laughs> this game progresses. You know, it's kind of nip and tuck. It feels like the Saints. It still felt like the Saints were gonna win this whole game, and then. You know, the Rams, and I want to say this, like, Jared Goff had some big boy throws in the second half of this game. Like, he looked like Jared Goff back, who was spanking the fucking uh, Vikings and beating up the my beloved Packers. Yeah, I was like, I I was happy to see that, because I was like, um, I was like, you know, I, uh, that's the Jared Goff that impressed me this year. Uh, and I remember saying that. Um, you know, right in the beginning of the season, I was like, wow, Jared Goff is a lot better than I remember. And then, you know, he showed it again this game for a couple times. And, um, yeah, I I don't know. He, he, uh, I, do you you think maybe he was just a little nervous for, you know, NFC championship? Well, that, I think like the crowd noise, like really affected them. I mean, he had to put tape over his fucking ear holes. Yeah. Like he was, they were struggling with that. It's pretty miraculous that they, you know, uh, were able to do what they did in that dome. Yeah. I don't think anybody would have thought they could do that. It was loud watching that on TV. Like, it was distracting just watching it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, and I, I think Troy Aikman said this in the game, too, and I've never seen it before in all my years of watching football, where he'd, like, walk all the way out to Gerald Everett to give him the play. Remember that? Where he's, like, he audibled at the line? And he'd, oh, like, I- go to each lineman and audible. And then he'd, like, walk all the way out to Gerald Everett, who was out wide, and tell him. Like, I was like, Jesus Christ, it is so loud there. And also, they had to do the hand signal for the snap count. Did you ever see that? Yeah, I was Where watching. He was putting his hands down, then the – which guard was that? Was that Blythe? Was putting his arm out, too? Oh, yeah. I was I, I was wondering what he was doing with that. But... It's, 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 for the sna- it's for the cadence, because, like, they can't fucking hear. So, Goff flicks his hand down. Uh, Blythe sees it kicks his arm out and then that's the cadence like they know like it's the beat for the jesus like that's how loud it was you watch it I'm like, and i'm like this is another thing i've talked to this before like why isn't troy aikman pointing this shit out like people don't know why the fuck he's throwing his arm out you know what i mean it's yeah like, tell them why like it's so fucking loud that they have to signal for the fucking snap count like that's why it's insane yeah, yeah well, i mean <laughs> it, i i i agree i i um he doesn't 
He should he should have talked about that because, I mean, I feel like Tony Romo would have done it. But Tony Romo was great in this game. Tony. He was one of the first announcers ever heard talk about a check with me play. I was like, thank you, because he said that late in the game where Tom Brady does that check with me for the sneak. Yeah. Which I mean, all-time good play calling or or announcing right there. Analyzing, he's an analyst. Analyst or color, color color analyst. I think they're called. Play by play. Play by play would be uh, Nance. Nance and Buck are play by play. The other guys are color analysts. Oh, okay. That's I. It doesn't really matter. One guy like says like what's happening. One guy breaks it down, explains the right. Okay. Anyways, but yeah, no, uh, um. I, I mean, once once the Rams came back, and then it was it was pretty close uh, after that. Like after halftime, it was a pretty good game to watch. Yeah, I mean, they they settled in and you know kind of came back. And like I said, Goff just had some gutty throws in this game. I was like, damn, this guy, this guy is like on it right now. And you know, and then they got in position. And I want to talk about this too. Where what was it? There was like, oh shit, what was there? Oh, there wasn't much time left. It was like three minutes left in the game, and they were down at the one. And I for sure thought that fucking McVay was going to go for it on fourth down. Oh, fourth and goal on the one? Five, five minutes and six seconds. So, like, there's enough time where, like, if you don't get it, you would think that you could. T- I was going to ask you about that. What did you think about that? So, they kicked it to tie, and I think it was 2020. Yeah. And then, uh, or he could have went up by four. Yeah, which would have actually been huge because then the Saints would have been forced to get a touchdown, and then that that I mean the whole like it worked out perfectly for him, yeah. But I I don't know my my thing of it I I, I was actively rooting for the Saints and I was super happy he kicked the field goal. That's just my thoughts, like because then it's like okay, Saints just got to go get a field goal, and the Saints can run a good enough four minute drill to burn this time off. At least they should have. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think he should have went for it, personally. Because then if you don't pick it up, then it's really... They can't really run four-minute on the one-yard line. Like, they just can't. And, you know what I mean? Because it's just harder. Like, you have to get a first down before you can start doing four-minute four drill stuff. So, you know, I felt like there was enough time. I believe they still had all their timeouts. You know, so... Whatever, but... Yeah, I, I, it's it was weird. Like uh, going back, like I was all week. I was very hope or very much hoping that the Saints would win. But as soon as the game started, I just found myself rooting for the Rams all game. I I was very indifferent. I like both teams. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I I was I was happy to see the Rams win. Uh, but um, and cheering for the Rams, I think I probably would have kicked it. I it's I was I was hoping they would. Just because, I mean, they, it was fourth down. They weren't getting in, and it's like, you know what? You got to at least just tie it up. I don't know. I, I thought Sean McVay, being the aggressive guy he was, that he was going to. So I was I was a little surprised that he did that. But Yeah, me too. I think maybe it had to do with Gurley either being hurt or him not trusting him. Because if Gurley was, like, rolling in this game, I don't think it would have been a question. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? But. Not even that would have gone to him, but they could they could just run better things with him. Yeah, because the there. play action with him involved is so much better. So it was weird to me. And then uh, the Saints, you know, that's where the uh, what they are dubbing. I don't know if everybody is, but I've heard the no call in Nola. I've heard the nightmare in New Orleans. <laughs> I've heard a bunch <laughs> of things. So Saints, you know, what was it like? Third down, they throw the bomb again. Get down to like the twentieth yard line, where it was like twenty five or some shit. Um, here, where did they kick the field goal from? Uh, they kicked the thirty one yarder. So yeah, probably pretty close to that. It's probably like the twentieth yard. Um, and you know what the fuck happened first? They incomplete pass on first down. They tried to throw the slant to Michael Thomas. He was wide open, but Breeze short short armed it, threw it into the dirt, and then they actually had the run play. <laughs> I think it was a run. No. Because Lewis is in the backfield. But it's the same play that they've been running that wheel route with Kamara the whole game on and just getting tons of yards. They ran the same play with Roger Lewis with uh with Lewis and he fucking got mugged. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think with the uh I think Sean Payton said the actual plan was to run that 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 play. I had to go back and look at it. it was maybe Kamara or Ingram was in, in the backfield next to him or something. Yeah, uh T 
but Drew Brees checked, checked out, out of it because he saw a blitz coming. I mean, he was wide open. Yeah, <laughs> and he, the defender, I he Nikel Roby Coleman, yeah, basically yeah. was like, yeah, I totally, just, I yeah, I I got there late, and I'm what do you say, I've. I whacked his ass. I whacked his ass, yeah. Well, yeah, he admitted he did it on purpose because otherwise it was going to be a touchdown. So, like, he would have rather gave up the fucking penalty than a touchdown. But it's like the penalty essentially loses them the game. Oh, yeah. I mean, technically, I mean, he could have dropped the ball. There's other things that could have happened. But it is kind of bullshit. And if I'm a Saints fan, I'm super pissed off. And it's not just, like, it's not just a football game because – this affects the economy of New Orleans. New Orleans is not a large market. I mean, it's a big city, but it's not one of the 32 largest cities in America. It relies on this type of revenue for this. And even if it would have been playing the Super Bowl in Atlanta, still that city goes nuts. And there's so much more extra business that goes off because of the Saints being in the Super Bowl. Now Sean Payton will ne- probably never go to back to the Super Bowl. Drew Brees will only ever have once. Like, this ruins their legacy. Yeah, I was going to say, I've heard of people saying it. It's, it's like a total legacy breaker. Um, just because uh, imagine all the headlines you see about uh, you know, Sean Payton and Drew Brees doing this together. You know, and Drew Brees, what, just turned 40 years old. Yeah. You just have two old guys playing quarterback in the Super Bowl. Um, but And we've never really seen a good breeding Brees. Brady Breeze game, you know what I mean? Right. So it it just totally sucks from so many different things, and this is what gets people fired. You know what I mean? Like having that in your resume. You know, what, are the Saints now going to like fire Dennis Allen? Are they going to look in other things? Like it, it it just fucks so many things up, and it tarnishes their legacy by so much. And also, they got their heart ripped out basically. Back to back years with the Minneapolis miracle, now the nightmare in New Orleans. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot so, about like, that. It's it's <laughs> life's hard for a Saints fan. It's so rough, and especially because like New Orleans is such an awesome city, such a heart. Like they love football there. They love the Saints. It's like the big deal in town. They, you know, you won't find a single guy wearing a fucking Pelicans hat downtown New Orleans during football season. It it's such the heartbeat of that city. The stadium's like right downtown. It's super awesome location. It's just such a great town for it, and they just get completely shit on by the NFL. And I really just think, like, it sucks so bad. And, like, the ref is right there, and you know he probably just – There's two guys looking right at it. And I get it. Like, the guy's a human. He doesn't – like, you're probably panicking because it's such a big moment in the game. You don't want to throw the flag because it's playoff football. And it's like sometimes you just seize up. But it's like – yeah, they got to fix this. They got to look into how they conceptualize this. They should almost like – I heard this on a Bill Simmons podcast by Cousin Sal said this. I thought it was a brilliant idea. It's like where they have Al Riveron or, you know, central the central hub in New York, like watching all the play, all the games. And when they see something like that, they can override everything. There's like a cannon on the fucking field and like a flag will shoot out. Oh, yeah, okay. You know what I mean? So yeah. like they can like right there like boom, press the button, fucking flag shoots out or whatever. Or, or like it, like there's a dog collar on the ref and it zaps him. Whatever, I don't care. But some way that we can, and I really hope they do allow more plays to be reviewable. Bill Belichick has talked about this for years. The CFL does it. Uh, the NCAA does it in some regards because the NCAA would have been able to go back and look at it and say that was helmet to helmet. Yeah, they, they can go back and look for that type of stuff. So. You know, the other two major football leagues in North America are able to do this, but not the NFL. And the NFL is just such a a reactive league, not very proactive. Like, I think people have been asking for this type of rule change for a couple years now, or a a while. But, like, there hasn't been something embarrassing enough for it to happen. And now that this happens, I guarantee there's going to be a rule change over the summer just because they're very reactive. And it's like they wait until they get, like, incredibly embarrassed like this is really this looks really bad on the nfl to do that um they've always done this and it's like but i'm saying like this is how they've always been and it's stupid like that like um you can't just like it it sucks that they had to wait for something like this to happen like it it ruined it like takes out so much excitement about these games like there is so much on the line here and to blow a call like that it's just like it's inexcusable 
It it sucks. I, it sucks that like there's this multi multi million dollar billion billion dollar business. They make like fifteen yeah. billion a year. 50, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Billions <laughs> dollar business, and they're just le- huge. And they're just they're letting this shit go. Like, how can they allow that to happen? Well, I mean, I know it. It's just you know they can't change it in the moment, and they not they don't have a whole lot of foresight. You know, they never have. And, you know, hopefully they can make a rule to change it, but this is not, nothing's going to, you know. Nothing, I mean, nothing it, can fix it now. Yeah, I mean, everybody's bringing up that one rule where Cadell could, they're not fucking doing that. No, yeah, they're not going to. You work. could almost argue there's a conspiracy that the, that the NFL purposely did this to get the Rams in the NFL because they're having, they're trying to regrow the fan base in L.A. Like, they want L.A. to be a popular football town, and it's just not right now. Yeah, so. I was watching like some video, like you know, like reactions after they won the game at, at like Los Angeles bars, and just yeah, like it's like three guys like oh, oh. Yeah. and so someone's like oh is is that it is that the end of the game is and I was like oh my god it makes me want to shoot myself yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I fucking hate you L A I fucking hate you yeah um yeah do you know there's like some uh, some guy tweeted out that CBS reported that like. 2.1 million people in LA watched the Rams game and 2.6 million people in LA watched the Patriots game. <laughs> and like someone tweeted, like I read some of the replies and it's like a lot of people like from LA were like, well, it's, it has mostly to do with the start times, which I get because like the start time for the Rams game would have been like, what, like noon or like 11? I think it would Yeah, been- I mean, but... It's like you go anywhere else. It's like, you know, every single person in Wisconsin is going to turn on a Packer game, even if it's at fucking 8 in the morning. Like, yeah. you know, it's it, um, – I, I, I get it, but it's like um, – it, Yeah, it's it sucks all around, though. This call is a bummer. And, you know, I guess we could say, to, like, they can they could have kept on playing and won the game and they had every opportunity. But it's like, man, the game should have been fucking over right there. Yeah, but, I, I like, I do like to point out, though, that – they, I think that that call got to them too much because oh, they were like, rattled, man. It's like, like they had to realize that there's still a game going on. They let the Rams march down, tie it, or and, and you know tie it back up, go to overtime, and then this. Uh, I mean, like they they got what they want, they needed. Like they got, they got Drew, the coin flip. Drew Brees gets the ball in his hands first, well, and there's it's another like, big no call in that play. Yeah. John Johnson fucking destroyed. Who the hell were they trying to pass to? Uh, Michael Thomas? Go watch uh, that play. <laughs> oh, it's same fucking shit. He fucking annihilates him before the ball gets there. But doesn't the ball get tipped? No, never hits the ball. Dante Fowler hits him in the arm. Oh, okay. I, I It's technically not I, tipped I pass. saw that, but I was like, I think it's tipped. So no, that's it was not tipped. So, like, it happened <laughs> technically twice. But, you know what I mean? So, I was like, even that, you go back and watch that play. It's blatant pass interference. It's like, well, Jesus, fuck. So... It's a it's gut wrenching for fucking Saints fans. I feel so terrible for them. If I was a Packers fan, I don't even know if I would have been asleep. Like honestly, that's how upset I would have been about it. I would be calling Roger Goodell myself. <laughs> yeah, it's like it. It honestly probably felt just like how it felt to be a Packer fan for the 2015 NFC Championship game. Yeah, which I can't even remember what I did after that because I was so blackout drunk. So. <laughs> Which really hurt because they were like, it's like every fucking jackass on the planet was dragging out the old fucking clips of that game. Like three years ago to the day this happened. I'm like, why are we? Yeah, I was like, skip over this very fast. Why are we we talking about this? And then Bostic tweeted out. Did you see that? Yeah, I was like, just go away, dude. I know you have a life. I just don't want to see you anymore. Yeah, I just hate it. I hate it so much. We would have. We beat the page. I. I'm not gonna get this. Okay, well, just real quick. We beat the Patriots that year in Lambeau. We smoked them. We would have beat them in the play in the Super Bowl. Just saying. So we would have put up a much better game than Seattle. Thank you, Brandon Bostic. Even though that was like one of the best Super Bowls of all time, that ranks up there. Like it's. Yeah. I, I honestly, like Super honestly, <laughs> looking back at it, I can agree. But at the time, I did not enjoy it one bit. Oh, at the time, I was salty as fuck. I did not care. <laughs> I was like, "This is a stupid fucking Super Bowl. I don't care about this game." I, I barely, I like, I. I, I was tooting out of it so much just because I was like, I, I can't, like, I was just, I was, you know, I was still salty two weeks afterwards, but. It was the only game in my life I actively rooted for the Patriots. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel dirty ever since. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I feel like that's how Saints fans are going to be now. Like they, I feel yeah, like why the fuck do they want to watch this? Yeah, I guarantee a lot of people. Like, I don't know. It's it's. I think just as like general football fans watching this, not you know someone who's not rooting for the Rams or the Saints, just hoping for a good game, it kind of ruined it. You know, it, yeah, it, 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 it did. Yeah, I mean, I had no dog in this fight, and I was kind of like, Ugh. it's like there were so many like good things to point about this game, like that fifty-seven yard field goal that was probably good from seventy to win it, but nobody cares about that. That's gonna go forgotten. Uh, just because of this call, you know? I don't know, might not, because that was, like, one of the fucking crazier playoff kicks of all time. I, I Honestly, <laughs> I was, I like, thinking about it, I was like, was that, like, the most powerful kick of all time? Like, I know it's not the longest, but that was seriously good from, like, oh, 70. Yeah. He could have picked it off from his old 20, man. Like, yeah, like, that it got there so fast, and, and the... <laughs> The snap was like a little sloppy too, and I was it like, like wobbled back. It was uh, like it was right it, then and there. I was like, "This kick's getting blocked or something." But it was nuts, yeah. It was a crazy game. It was a fun game up until that point, and like, it's just nuts. But go Rams, man! You know, I but, yeah. Now I think like as shitty as it is, uh, I think probably ninety five percent of America is. Very much Rams fans right now. Right. Well, and everybody loves them. We'll we'll talk about this in the Super Bowl preview. We're gonna do a big Super Bowl preview next week, but uh, yeah, we're getting all that stuff. All right, let's let's talk about the other game. I guess. No, I guess uh, if we have to, it's bullshit. <laughs> <sighs> so, yep, the Patriots won again. Whoopty fucking do. True yeah. um, underdogs. Here. Yeah, yeah. Don't bet against us. Well, I bet on you, fucking dickhead. Six for the money. Um. <sighs> Well, I I mean, I don't I don't even know what to say. I, I just, thought Patrick Mahomes was just so fun to watch. All of America loves him. All of America loves Patrick Mahomes. All of America loves Tom Brady. That was the greatest part of these games. I don't know, or or I I mean, Patrick Mahomes. He did the another. He tried another no look pass. Yeah, I mean the guy is. He is in fucking sane. Like this game, when you look back at it, like, and you pour through, kind of pour through the stats, and even like rewatching, it's like, how are we not blown out by fifty? And it just kind of proves like how tough this team's Chiefs team was. You know, Pat Mahomes just looked, I don't know what in the beginning he was like just too jacked up or what the fuck was happening, but he was just off. But um, look at like the time of possession. New England had the ball for forty minutes. Kansas City did not even have the ball for twenty minutes, and they scored thirty-one points. Like that's like that was... insane. They only converted four third downs. They only had two hundred ninety yards of offense. Like, and they still put up fucking thirty-one when, points. Yeah, when at like in the fourth quarter when the the Patriots were scoring, I was like, okay, you know, uh. There's no way the Chiefs come like get the ball and, and score again. And what do you know? They put up 24 points in the fourth quarter. Like yeah, they just... it's it, it, like completely unreal. Uh, like what they were able to do, and like like you said, Pat Mahomes looked kind of shitty in the first half of the game. He was overthrowing it. At, you know, he was like he super just jittery. Like, too, like not like jittery, maybe jittery, but he just looked like too excited. Like not like even like scared, but like you know when like you're just like super pumped. It's like it reminded me of like Brett Favre. Yeah, where he was just like young Favre, where like he's just like yeah, let's go, let's go, and he let's throws like sling it, throws like, like an interception right away. He's like yeah, <laughs> like, all, right, all right, Favre, let's calm down, buddy. We're like he's not like he doesn't seem afraid to me. He just seems like too jacked up. Like dude, like lay off the meth for a bit. Like yeah. just fucking chill out, take a deep breath. Yeah, man, like you know? let's fucking relax. I mean, you know and. The Patriots had to, like, execute this perfect game plan to beat the Chiefs still. Because, like, the Chiefs were, like, it's just insane, like, how lopsided the stats are and how close the score was. Like, that's just the most mind-blowing thing to me. And um, I just want to point this out. Bill Belichick, like, he, it's he's the best coach of all time. We're Packers fans. I would have always said Lombardi for the longest time. It's Bill Belichick, man. Like, this run is so fucking crazy. And this team, I mean, it's talented, but it's not, like, crazy talented. But this this game plan was just 
perfection. And they did exactly what I talked about last week, where they just ran the ball a lot. They found their weakest link of their offensive line, and they were rushing up the middle a shit ton. They took away. They managed to take away both Hill and Kelsey, which I didn't think they could do. And I even said, like, Sammy Watkins is going to have to beat them. He kind of did, but not enough. You know what I mean? Like, it was like everything came to fruition. But he's just such a brilliant coach. He's such a great game manager, too. He is so smart, and he does such little detail things that no one else notices. Like, And people were talking about this. I remember on the broadcast, I think they were mentioning it, where um, the end of the first half, what did they get the ball with? Like, uh, oh, shit. Let me look it up. Uh, what did they get the ball with? 308 left on their own 10. And they end up going eight. Uh, in eight plays, went going 90 yards for and burned two minutes and 40 seconds. Like, and remember what was what, how they started the drive? It was like two runs. They got a first down, and then like another run, and then they it like whittled down to like I don't know. There was like fuck. I think mm, it was like it was not much time left. I think it was like a minute something. Oh, we went to the two minute warning, and then the other side of the two minute warning was like one forty, and they ran again, and then Andy Reid calls a timeout. And it's like after that, then they went to two minute drill. Like they yeah. just waited. They like even on his own ten yard line, he knows it's like this Chiefs offense is super explosive. I have to take as much time off the clock, and even if I go into the half of the seven point lead, it doesn't matter. So he just gets the clock running. He's like, I'm just gonna eat at the rest of the clock no matter what. And if Andy's dumb enough to use one of his timeouts to think he can stop us, then I'm gonna just fucking go for it. Because then if I start taking away his timeouts, then it makes it harder for them to come down the field. And so he just like he just baited him into taking his own timeouts and then just marched down the field and they got a fucking touchdown. Like yeah, and it's just like spits right in the face. Like it's and it's not even like <laughs> like it's I know I'm making it sound like he hoodwinked Andy Reid, but it's just it's just smart coaching. Like he knows he's going against explosive offense. He knows he has to keep the ball. Like he knows the number one enemy in this game is the clock. He's just gotta kill the clock. It doesn't matter how many points he's up by, just kill it. Just kill the clock. And he's just even in like end of the half where he didn't where he didn't get the ball in the beginning of the second half. Like he's just still just trying to drain it out, and it's just like no other coach would have done that. You know what I mean? Like what other coach is taking his sweet ass time with three minutes left in the half on their own ten? Like most yeah. are going to pass right away and try to. And Andy Reid did the exact opposite, where he just always kind of gets like into these modes where he's just pass, pass, pass. When they had a lead, what they have a lead? Um, oh fuck. Um, Sorry, I know this is bad radio. So yeah, with the the you know, oh, where the fuck is it? Chiefs after they uh, scored the, the the their first touchdown in the fourth quarter, then they get the ball back. Oh, that's right, they picked it off. But still, they went seventy five yards in four minutes. Like, I don't know. It's just like they they were scoring way too fast, and then like. When when they had to give the ball to Tom Brady back with like two minutes left, I was like, "Oh, that's what I'm thinking about." Yeah, when it's like, get... like they scored way too fast. It's like slow it down a little bit. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. Where they got the ball at? Oh, New England scored at three minutes thirty two seconds left, and they get the ball back and they score within like a fucking minute and a half. Yeah, it's like. It's like okay, you need to slow it down. Yeah, like, that was the playoffs because he. It was like a bunch of pass plays. They got a couple pass interferences. Remember that drive? And it's like mm-hmm. it's like, dude, you gotta fucking burn this clock, man. Tom Brady's gonna rip your fucking heart out. Like, and he's then gonna uh, do it. <laughs> I I just remember uh, watching them score, and then they uh, like you know they're all celebrating the the. Oh yeah, I, saying, I tweeted out I'm like Tom Brady's about to rip my heart. And then out. they cut to Tom Brady sitting on the sideline. Oh yeah, sideline. This, this cut to Tom Brady all chilled out, just, just chilled out, just like oh shit, I gotta go out there again. And all of America's just looking at him like, please don't. No, I please. knew. I just I saw his devil eyes staring at me through my TV screen. I'm like, oh my god, he's gonna rip my ass. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna make me cry. <laughs> no, and it, it happened. It was like they when they they scored. And even that drive, they were trying to burn as much clock as possible. It just didn't work out. And fuck, man. Like, it's just he's such a brilliant coach. The offensive line is, like, just turned into, like, one of the best in the NFL. Like, Dante Scarnecchia, which I've talked about now multiple times, is insane. The offensive line is just crushing it. And they, they, they're really good at running the ball now. Like, they got Sony Michelle has just been 
really kind of he's not like an explosive runner to me but he just fucking grinds him out and then rex burkhead kind of does everything for them and james white is just turned into like fucking marshall falk i guess like yeah <laughs> james white's like incredible they do the all they keep doing that little flat uh you know out to the side the wheel routes of the flat yeah it's just like it's just they just dig you and you know this is the greatest coach quarterback combination we probably will ever see in our lifetime. Like, will it ever happen again? Like, I don't even know what even comes close to this. What can even hold a candle to this? Bill Walsh and Joe Montana? And that, like, that that run only lasted, like, what, eight years? This has been going on our entire lifetimes. I remember watching the fucking Rams Pats Super Bowl in 2001 when I was fucking six. Yeah. And when, <laughs> when I couldn't even watch the whole Super Bowl because I was, had to go to bed. I yeah. had to go to bed. Like, <laughs> this is like. <laughs> oh, like, it's so crazy. I remember I was like, I watched the Panther Super Bowl when Janet Jackson's booby came out. And yeah. My parents had to turn the TV off. I mean, they've been in my life forever. And I know I talk about how much I hate the Patriots, and I'm just sick of it. And I understand I should appreciate what they've done because it's insane. Like, Bill Belichick is the best coach of all time. Tom Brady is just a fucking sorcerer. Like, I don't understand. And, like, he's not even, like, that physically gifted. He's just so damn good. Like, I just yeah. hate it. I just fucking hate it. But um, He knows how to win, and it's just uh, – but it's not, it's not as flashy as Patrick Mahomes, and it's not – you know, but, like, he just – I don't know what he does. It just works. Like, he's the eater of souls, man. man like, God. Just, and that interception at the end of the game where uh, D Ford had his whole fucking head across the line. Yeah, okay, yeah, like okay. Um, I, I mean, at first I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be a stupid call," but then I was like, "Okay, why the fuck are you so off off the line?" Like, yeah, and I look at them like shit. Yeah, shit. <laughs> and what piss? What like? I think the worst part was when Tony Romo goes, oh, this yeah, might yeah, be yeah. on the Patriots. Yeah, as, soon as, like, as soon as I hear Tony Romo's like, oh, no, Jim, it looks like they got a flag. Like, no, 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 no. He's like, oh, this might be on the Patriots. And I was like, no, no, no. no. He's like, oh, no, it looks like it's on the Chiefs. I'm like, oh, shit, of course it is. Of course. I, uh, I, I, I know that one made me hurt really bad. And another team you had to feel terrible for, like they straight up lost this game, so it's a little bit different. But, man, Chief, Kansas City is another just incredible football town. And, like, that team has been there forever. Like, I think it's a 50-year-old team, you know, an AFL OG. Fucking Clark Hunt, you know, in his building, they get the you – know, the Patriots get the Lamar Hunt trophy in the fucking Chiefs stadium, which <laughs> has to hurt. Yeah. Lamar Hunt founded the Chiefs. <laughs> that's, who, that's what the trophy's named after. <laughs> like, oh, God, that one has to hurt. Uh, you know, it's it's raw, like, um, with all when it's all said and done, I was just thinking, uh, I you know, I think that there was talks about Pat Mahomes actually being extended this off season. No, they'll wait another year or two. Uh, they'll wait until this third uh, there year. Was, there was talking about you know a record breaking contract, maybe they'll do it next off season. Yeah, I don't know. They they, they usually do it with two years left. Yeah, I, I there was rumors saying that it could be this off season. I don't know how credible that is, but um, it's kind of interesting because uh, in this type of position last year, we had the Jaguars who almost beat the Patriots, and then they come back and just have a shit year. Uh, I know the pay, the Jaguars of last year and Chiefs of this year are completely different, but it's going to be kind of interesting to see if the Chiefs can make a run like this again next I year. I think they can because I've talked about this with the Jags where offense is much more predictable year-to-year than defense is. Like, That's exactly it. It's, less shit can go wrong on offense, I feel like, than defense. Because the Chiefs uh, by no means are, are relying on their defense to win these games. Um, I, I think their defense all year long has just been – you know their their defensive strategy is just to put up forty points on offense. Yeah, they you know? they fired Bob Sutton. That happens. So. Yeah, exactly. So, you know there there'll be there'll be some changes and everything, but I think that uh, <clears throat> I think going forward we can still see them being a pretty dominant team in the AFC. Yeah, they're still gonna be feisty. Like I think they could go for twelve wins in a year. You know, I think when you got you know it's kind of the same thing with people always talk about Green Bay. It's like as long as you got Aaron Rodgers, like there's always a chance you win twelve games. And Pat Mahomes, I know it's only been one year, but 
Man, the list of guys that have thrown 50 touchdowns in a year are Pat Mahomes and Peyton Manning. So I, I just <laughs> – like, I think when it comes down – like um, I think a lot of times I get excited about young quarterbacks and they don't pan out the same way. Pat or, is different he, you know, Because you watch him and he's just got like – he's got pure instinct and talent that you don't – like you s- – You've seen maybe in like three quarterbacks. He looks like Aaron Rodgers from like 2010. Like that's what he looks like. Exactly. And he's like, and he's, you know, he's young. It's not like, you know, he's not relying on his feet. Like he's, he's just got a great arm and uh, like that's. That sidearm curve pass, like around Adrian Claiborne, was crazy. When yeah. he threw that, I was like, "Oh my god, yeah. that was nuts!" But, like you can tell this guy's played baseball. Just like the way he throws it, and he just has this night, like this slick little sidearm that he does. He like practices them. Yeah, and, I don't know. I think he got a little cocky trying to do the no look pass again, but it almost uh, worked. It almost did. Uh, but I mean. He threw a couple bombs towards the end, and it was just like it was just something to watch. Like that, he's just insane. He's just, electric, man. Like, just to see that, like the rockets that he can throw. I mean, I, I think like for a while I was like, oh my god, I like if we get to see a Rams Chiefs rematch in the Super Bowl, I'm gonna be so happy. That was one of the most fun games. I know to watch. I was so wanted that so bad, but the Patriots are just too good, man. Like they're just their game plan is so great. And like Gronk finally like they like they decide to dust off Gronk and use him in this game. And Tony Romo totally called it. He's like, "We you got to take out Gronk." You oh, just I knew to- it too. I was like watching. I was like screaming. I'm like, "Sorcet, roll over! They're gonna throw the fade!" Or like, <laughs> I was like "God damn it! God damn it!" <laughs> and that, like he'd be like, "Gronk's Gronk's one on one at the top of the screen. They're gonna throw it to him." And it's just like, God yeah. Damn it. No. I'm like, he's out wide. They're going to throw it to him. They do it all the time. <laughs> yeah. Have you not watched tape from previous years? It's like, Jesus Christ, I'm going to kill myself. I know. It was so hard. I think they got to get, like, uh, for the Super Bowl, the Rams have to get, like, Tony Romo's voice, like, somehow, like, they have to, like, get his his commentary right into their head, their right headsets. To, yeah, right into uh, Corey Littleton's headset. Yeah. <laughs> I know, it'd be a good idea, but fuck, you know, and the Chiefs giving up those, I really think what fired Bob Sutton is the Chiefs giving up three third and tens in like a row. That's just, that was ridiculous to watch in the overtime. I was like, I cannot believe this. Well, it's like any time they needed a play, Edelman's wide fucking open It was in the Edelman, Edelman and Gronk. Like, it's, like, it's like, oh my God. The amount of times I saw Edelman wide open on a third down, oh my God, like, it's just, Josh McDaniels is such a great play caller, and he always he's always prepared for the adjustment to the adjustment. Because they, they talked about where, uh, I think on the third play against Gronk, where they ran that slant, uh, they, you know, Josh talked about, he's like, well, it was cover two and the other two third down, so he thought that he would do a robber. So he was going to have, like, that's why they, they were going to throw to Edelman. I forget exactly how he explained it, but like, and then they're like, "Oh, they're in cover two again." So he just threw this check, check to the slant for Gronk, and I was like, "This makes me want to blow my brains out." Yeah. <laughs> it's just like he's just literally like, "Oh yeah, I was prepared for him to make an adjustment. I already had a beat, and then like he just didn't do it. So then we just checked out of it, anyways." It's like that's awesome, awesome. Yeah, uh, it, it sucks because uh, I know he was like a favorite for um for the Packers head coach. Obviously, we didn't go with him. Well, they interviewed him, and I just think they... I, I, I wonder why they weren't as impressed with him. The stuff I read was he wanted to come in and totally run his offense, which is much different from what Aaron Rodgers always ran. Because, like, he, his offense is much different. You know, I don't know enough to exactly explain it any way that would make sense. But their offensive system is just vastly different. It's like, it's like speaking, you know, English yeah. or Chinese. Like, it's just it's that big of a difference. And I don't think they wanted to go that route. And I really, really feel like Mark Murphy's biggest deal for this hire was culture. You know, like, does this guy fit our culture? That's why they wanted to, fight, to hire Pat Fitzgerald so bad. Pat Fitzgerald is the coach of the uh, Northwestern. Northwestern, yeah. Because uh, guess who hired Pat Fitzgerald? Mark Murphy. Because Mark <laughs> Murphy used to be the AD of Northwestern. Like, so... <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, it, I think it was more about that. I think Pat Fitzgerald would have been a great hire, too. But 
you know, we can get into this stuff later, but I just think that was the biggest reason is that they just feel like he didn't fit their culture. He would have totally, totally, completely revamped the playbook. It's not like Matt LaFleur is not going to, but it was going to be just a massively different scheme. You know what I mean? Like, you can change up certain things within one language to make it sound different, but, you know, completely changing languages is something different entirely. I get that. No, it makes sense. So, um, but, you know, a lot of uh, more, I think that's good to hear from for a lot of more casual Packer fans who might not understand that. Yeah. So and uh, also I think probably Josh McDaniels wanted a lot of say in personnel and I would assume maybe he wanted more overreach about that and he probably wasn't too hot about keeping Mike Pettin. I'm sure there's a lot of reasons because they probably yeah. want to keep Mike Pettin. They want, you know, the coach to have little to no to do with the the blah, uh roster, that type of stuff. Yeah. It's little things. It's nothing major, but you know, it's big enough for them. But yeah, I think uh, you know, a lot of people see just like the brilliance that the Patriots put on every single week, especially in the playoffs, and they're like, I want my team to be like that. Or I want my team to be winning like this. And it's it's heartbreaking because I you know, it's like the same like this they're in the Super Bowl every single freaking year. Past three, yeah. And it's like but and it's like before that, it's like they. It was probably like one or two years. It averages every other year. Yeah, it, it's like <laughs> it literally does because since two thousand one till two thousand nineteen, they've been in there nine. Like nine. if you say any, if you name any year in like the past twenty years, and if you just say, "Oh, I think the Patriots were in the Super Bowl that year," most most likely you're right. Two thousand one, two, oh four, oh seven, eleven, fourteen, uh, uh, what, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen? Yeah, seasons. <laughs> So, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, it's just, I I think uh, um, there's you know there's going to be a, obviously a lot of uh, people wondering is you know if, if this next you know the Super Bowl is it going to be Tom Brady's last game? Is it going to be Bill Belichick's last game? Is it going to be Gronk's last game? And I mean, you could I could see it being any Dude, of those. Brady's three. coming back, man. Look at this fucking guy. It's yeah. insane. You you and it's like I think. It's more wishful thinking, but uh, I mean, would you be surprised if next, like in the off season, all three of them are like, "Yeah, we're fucking playing next year." No, I would not. No, I wouldn't be surprised wouldn't at be all. Surprised at all. Gronk's got one more year left in his deal, so I'd be very shocked if he just flat out retired. I think Gronk's gonna stick around as long as Tom Brady is. And I think Gronk just wants because he's always been very adamant about how he feels like he's underpaid, and I just don't think he wants to walk away from. I don't think he's getting paid very much, but I think it's like eight or nine million. You know, I'm not. I'd, I'd, I think every a lot of other teams would would pay him more. If someone wants to hit me with a baseball bat for once an hour every week for sixteen weeks, I'd take eight million for that. You know, that's basically, oh yeah, that's, <laughs> that's basically what he's looking at. You know, it's like all right, you know. So I, I don't know and. Brady, like you just watch his game. It's like this guy looks like he's like thirty five still. Like I don't know what the fuck to do. Like he's, I'm gonna be 65 years old, and he's gonna be out there in a wheelchair, like fucking playing for the Patriots. Uh, he's gonna be out there still looking like he's fucking 30. <laughs> like I, I don't know. Like it, it, he's just a hell of a human being, I guess. You gotta appreciate it. But this, the things, games like this just rip my heart out. I, I'm, I was very upset during the game. I'm still very, very upset. I so wish that I could watch Patrick Mahomes in the in the Super Bowl. I so wish I could see Patrick Mahomes in overtime, and I didn't get that. I was robbed not, of that. I, I, no, I don't. We could talk about this, but I'm not changing the overtime rules. Either. No, I, I know I'm not. I'm just okay. saying I like I, I get the rules, and that's the rules, and that's the way it'll always be. It's but like it, fucking stop them! You had three third and ten. Right, and I'm I'm just upset about the situation. Yeah, yeah. That that you know. I'm not saying I'm not. It's not about the rules. I'm just sad that I was robbed of this experience uh, to to see Patrick Mahomes in in overtime and in the Super Bowl, and to have a Rams and Chiefs rematch in the Super Bowl would have just been electric. Oh, um, awesome! I don't know who I would have rooted for. I just would have just oh, had a I'm great time. Riding dying with the Chiefs. You uh, yeah, I, I like. I just. Um. <laughs> I don't know, but there's so many. There's there's a lot of guys on the Rams I like. Aaron Donald's one of my favorite players right now. Yeah, if you trade him with knives, you're pretty sweet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, yeah, this game. It's, it's like it sucked because here. like I kind of wish that the Patriots just blew him out. 
You know, because it's I just... I don't know. I think it would have been sadder about that. Like, Because be, that would have been like, it's a mortal lock. The Patriots like, are going to win the Super Bowl again. Because don't forget, some dumbass that like talks on this podcast said that the Patriots wouldn't win the Super Bowl this year. Some, some Somebody said that. Yeah, right? I don't know who, but I yeah. think I heard that somewhere. God damn it. Must have been one of our guests. Yeah, was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah our one and only guest here. Yeah. Right? You know, anything else to say about this game other than it was incredibly depressing? <sighs> no, I mean... I got a nice $500 furnace bill right after this game ended, too, which was sweet. Oh, yeah. That, that sucks. That <laughs> helped, too. I was like, awesome. Oh, Gavin's tweets during this game are awesome. Uh, I think what the last one, the Pats went again, and my furnace just died when it's two degrees out. God loves kicking me in the nuts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <I was> right? like, <laughs> basically. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Oh, yeah, I was like, I'm fucking bottled deep in kettle one. Kirsten was like making fun of me because the furnace man could definitely hear smell my like I smelled like a fucking distillery. It was great, <laughs> but yeah. So uh, preview the Pro Bowl. Nobody cares. And then uh, next week we will do hopefully a big round table preview of the Super Bowl. We're yeah, bring a bunch of stats, We're... break it down. You know. Use very scientific means to decipher who's going to win this game. Very scientific. I think, yeah, we're going to try and get something together. It'll be fun. Well, for sure, I'm hating. I'll just guilt him into it, hopefully, uh, even though he's a really busy dude. I don't really know. But Because uh, also, I listen to his podcast. It sounds like he was either drunk or hungover when I texted him about it. So I might have to kind of be like, <laughs> hey, everything's still good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll have something special. Probably, I know this is coming out a day late. Maybe, I don't know what day we'll do it next week because uh, we'll have to be dealing with more people. But we'll see. Uh, wow, this one almost went an hour again. I was just complaining about the Patriots again. I'm going to put in my best bet. I'm going NFC. I go NFC every year, and I love. Is there even spreads? I, I don't know, actually. I Can you even, like, I. I guess you could bet on the Pro Bowl. I never thought about actually betting on Why the Pro Bowl. Why would you want to? That's so depressing. Did they move it back to Miami? I mean, not Miami. It's uh, in Orlando. It's all, God, that's the dumbest shit ever. Let these poor guys that live in fucking Green Bay or Minnesota or Detroit or fucking Buffalo go to Hawaii. Who wants to go to goddamn Orlando? <laughs> yeah. I, I Well, I, I'm not seeing any... Uh, Spreads for this on CBS. I am, yeah, there's no, there's probably not anything. I Who can, cares? Is, do they still pick the teams, or is it straight up like? I I'm seeing NFC AFC, which I like better. But yeah, remember when they did like Team Sanders and Team Irving? That was dumbest shit stupid. ever. I I remember like Jordy Nelson catching a a touchdown, and then Clay Matthews being on the opposing team like gave him a high five and it was like, yeah, like this, he was the one guarding it. It was just weird. I was like, you know what? Like I get it, but just kind of weird. You know, it was a while ago if Clay Matthews was on that. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so fun, fun. The only good all-star game is like the NBA all-stars. That's the only good one, I think. Yeah, but I think the NBA lends itself. It's it's more of a game that you can mess around with more, and you're less likely to get injured because it's just like no one plays defense and like it's all the best players and it's fun. But also the NFL Pro Bowl is just sort of like it's like usually half of them are replacements. I mean, fucking Mitch Trubisky is gonna be the Pro Bowl. Yeah, it it is. It's sad. It's really <laughs> sad. Like when I saw Mitch Trubisky, I was like, okay, yeah, this game's really going to shit now. It's like a ton of alternates. And then last year. last year it was just like three hours of Drew Brees' kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah. All right. We won't bore anybody with more Pro Bowl talk. So we'll see you guys next week. Uh, go Rams. Go Rams. <laughs> <laughs>